water, earth, fire, air. Long ago, the four channels lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the streamers attacked. Whoosh. Only the podcasters, masters of all internet entertainment, could stop them, just like our non-existent sponsors. But when the world needed them the most, they vanished. A hundred years have passed since we have done Gravity Falls, and Raul and I discovered a new show about an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are childish and mildly annoying, he still has a lot to learn before he inspires any show. But I believe Aang can save our franchise. Welcome back to My My Cabbages! (laughs) It's me and Raul again, and today this is a very special. Not only are we double digits now, we're 10 episodes Mm -hmm. in, uh, halfway through the season, but this is a fan favorite episode. It's one of my favorite episodes. It's one of my favorite episodes too. Because, because the ships. Oh, no. It's it's mine for a different reason. But for Raul, it's for the ships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The thirst too. <laughs> These are teenagers, man. <laughs> you know that teenagers were thirsting on AOL chats in 2004, 2005 with this thing. 2005. <laughs> Yep, released on May 6th, 2005, written by mm-hmm. James Egan, directed by then uh, Raul's favorite, Dave Filoni. Boo. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> but this is, I think this is one of the things that proved that uh, before, this was before he went to Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. So he proved himself a pretty confident uh, art animation director at that time. Uh, at least for me, I know Raul doesn't like him, but that's okay. And then we have uh, this is where we meet the sort of Robin Hood esque character. Yes. It is a really Robin. It's a really cool Robin Hood. But also, you know, nothing that I noticed in the design. Did it also look a lot like the outfit that Rufio wears in Hook? Yes, like it's very. I feel like black. this is. It, you feel like in a different universe, he would have been voiced by Dante Bosco. Yes. Definitely. He, big, big Rufio vibes, especially, uh, you know, their hideout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this is an episode. Um, it starts out, the, the gang's in a forest. Momo's chasing uh, bugs through the trees. And he gets stuck after eating a bunch of uh, lychee nuts. And they look like berries. Mm-hmm. But they're in, then he gets trapped. And they're just like, oh, we got to get Momo out from there. So Aang climbs the tree and undoes it. And they're like, this is a Fire Nation trap. You can tell by the metalwork. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, that means that Fire Nation people are nearby. Or there's a camp nearby. And there was two other caged animals. And Aang's going back up to get them. But Sokka's like, this is just going to take too long. He just uses his boomerang mm-hmm. to uh, cut the rope. Smart move on Sokka's part boomerang <laughs> mm-hmm. and then this is the episode where we learn about Sokka's instincts yes <laughs> but also I love Sokka because he me I was like I am the leader I was like no 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 you're not the leader I was like uh, I think I should be the leader because he's the avatar I was like he's just a goofy kid and, uh, and I was like uh, and I was like why do boys always think that Sunday has to be the leader I bet you wouldn't be so bossy you kiss a girl Saka so was like, I kissed a girl. You haven't met her. Kether was like, is it Grand Grand? No, it's not Grand Grand. Look, my instincts tell me that we have a better chance of slipping through the foot. 
on foot and then a leader trusts it will trust his instincts because that's the uh Saka brings a good point because Appa he's so big and also because he has the arrow, he's fluffy, and he looks like the like the the thing from uh, never ending story that he comes oh, attention. Oh, uh, Falcor. Yeah. yeah, like Falcor. And they're just like, oh, why wouldn't we fly? And he's just like, think about it. How do you think Zuko always ends up finding us? And they're just like, um, Appa's not too noticeable. And he goes, he's a gigantic fluffy monster with an arrow on his head. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to miss him. <laughs> well, also because maybe Zuko has a bison radar. Yeah. <laughs> Sokka's just jealous because he doesn't have an arrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's just like, look, my instincts tell me we should just play it safe this time. Hmm. He's spidey sense? He's sucker sense? Yeah. And Katara's like, but your voice still cracks. I love this, where he's like, <laughs> I'm the oldest and I'm a warrior, so I'm the leader. But first you sounded like Shaggy, though. <laughs> well, that's what he sounded like. <laughs> like. <laughs> and then they're just like, hey, maybe it's not so bad. Cuts immediately to them walking and they're just like, this is the worst. <laughs> how do people go anywhere without a flying bison i don't know Aang. why don't you ask Sokka's instincts mm-hmm. they seem to know everything <laughs> and then they're just like ang is like i'm tired of carrying this pack and she goes you know we should carry it for a while Sokka's instincts mm-hmm. it's a great idea hey Sokka's instincts and he's like i get it okay look i'm tired too important thing is we're safe from the fire nation look out the anvil of irony because they stumble upon the campsite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's a uh, they have a couple more people that they're used to. And there's a lot so, of Fire Nation people. Yeah, uh, they turn to run, but a firebender blocks them. And by setting the plants on fire, and also it sets Sokka's shirt on fire. Mm-hmm. And then I like, love the way that uh, Katara uses her kind of like a, her water cup. And opens it and gets some water to to make flame goes off and then puts the water back in and I'm like that's good water recycling. <laughs> but then someone throws an arrow to one of the Fire Nation people. It's like who who's that? And then look up there. It was like is that on that's Robin Hood? I was like no, but it's it's this guy that. It also reminded me of that really classic anime, kind of like a. He has kind of like a thing, like like Cabo Bebop kind of hair. He looks like he does hat. look like Spike. Mm-hmm. Even though oh, I've never seen Cabo good. Bebop, but I know yeah. about the design. <laughs> yeah, Spike Spiegel's uh, infamous big hair. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised that John Cho was able to get that hair, but good on him. Rest in peace, Netflix show. You were just not good. And this show is <laughs> gonna get another show on Netflix. It's like four yeah, so. <laughs> it has a very shoddy track record what is up with netflix and live action anime adaptations they're doing one for one piece and they're doing they did one for cowboy bebop even though uh, it's not anime but resident evil failed too well resident evil is just a failed franchise in general mm-hmm. uh, <sighs> but then yeah jet goes down and he has these weapons called twin hooks which mm-hmm. are amazing they're long like swords they they're hooked on the end they have these awesome guards on them, and it has knives the at the leaf, bottom of them. The leaf on his tooth never leaves. God, that stupid piece of grain. Mm-hmm. Or that uh, that straw. I think it represents a cigarette, but because it's a cartoon, he's not smoking. Doesn't matter. It's stupid. 
Like, get that sting out of your mouth. Who do you think you are? But I'm like, I'm like, shut up, Tom Sawyer. But the swagger, the way that he moves and the way that he talks with his eyes and his mouth. And they keep taking people before Sokka can get to them. He's just like, uh, gotta be quicker next time. And then I think get why Katarak is horny. And then, yeah, Sokka's like, ah! It gets taken out. Man! <laughs> I felt for him. And then Jet just disarms another soldier. He ends up going right next to Katara and is like, hey. He does the, he does the Spider-Verse thing. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> you just took out a whole army single-handedly. And he's like, army? Mm-hmm. There was like 20 guys. Mm-hmm. And there was also other people. And then we get our uh introductions my name is jet these are my freedom fighters sneers long shot smeller b the duke and pipsqueak they don't have anything to do to any kind of any kind of freedom fighters in the real world yeah not like actual <laughs> freedom fighters but um i mean you get that because this is like a guerrilla tactic where they just ambush people mm-hmm. and it's it's very um later on it, this is the to Star Wars terms, Saw Gerrera of this uh, universe. Reference. Or mm-hmm. if we're going to use a real-life figure who Saw Gerrera is based off of, Che Guevara. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about Che Guevara, you know what Jet's going to do. And that's that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, Aang is like, <laughs> Pip Squeak. That's a funny name. And he looks at the little one. And then it's the big one who's mm-hmm. like the little John. And he just goes, you think my name is funny? <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> and then he slaps Aang down the, to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and then they get up and they're just laughing. Yeah. The little one is the Duke. Mm-hmm. And then Kataro's like, oh, thanks for saving us, Jen. We're lucky you were here. You were here. So, and Jen was like, I should be taking you. We're waiting to embrace those soldiers all morning. We just needed the right distraction, and then you guys stumble in. Don't forget about the grain on the on the teeth. Ugh, it's so stupid. Get that <laughs> out of your teeth, Jet. Also, your name is Jet. And Katara like, and the Jets. <laughs> Katara. Know. <laughs> you know when you're a Jet. No, no. Uh, I imagine Jet and the gang as doing West Side stuff. Going. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. We've been rehearsing this all day, guys. Come on. Spock <laughs> is just acting like a shark. Bring it for the you top. Know? Bring it to the top, people. <laughs> Although, ironically, Jet acts more like a shark later on. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a bit, uh, is a tad strange. Except for, ironically enough, tad strange. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> and then they're just like, hey, Jet, these barrels are filled with plastic jelly. That's a great score. And these boxes are filled with jelly candy. Also good. Just make sure not to mix them up. I was like, does that feel kind of like a jug of mentos and soda? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but also, I mean, it is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They're just like, we can take this back to the hideout. Yeah, you want to see it? Yes, we want to see it. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. And then and they're like, we're here. And then he's like, there's nothing. Hold it. And then the rope. and The rope. Don't forget about that ship moment oh but no Sokka ends up flying up because mm-hmm. they're in the treetops like rapidly hook yes and then uh, Aang is just like I'll get up on my own and then we get ugh, just take it away a really I, romantic I moment 
No, no, you go. Yes, yes. Um, Kataro's like, a, and then Kataro gets grabbed by Jet, and then she twirls, and then she's like, ah, she goes into his chest, and they go flying, and Katara, the way that he's sitting, especially with his thing on his teeth, and everything goes pink, and she falls in love. Everything's in sepia tone. And sepia tone, and everything gets slow. Silko on the other side of the fire, and she's like, oh, my ship. <laughs> like, oh. Oh God! You mean don't you mean Rufio? Yeah, Rufio. Oh. Uh, I I have a feeling that Jed and and Suko are half brothers. No, there th- that would be or a pretty interesting ship for mm-hmm. Zuko and Jed. That's the most toxic ship ever. <laughs> yes, it will be. Yeah, they're but, both so. And also, you know what Jed forgot to say when where they were writing the 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 grappling hook. Hold on, Spider Monkey. <laughs> like in You're like my own personal brand of heroin. heroin. Gosh. And then they dance. I was a quick wet boy fly less bird. <laughs> you better hold on tight, Spider Monkey. monkey. <laughs> no, no they go please, out there. please. I just want to get there. And no, please, please kill me. Kill me. Spider-Man. I will tell you um, <laughs> that. Dave Filoni did have influence because the treetops mm-hmm. were, in fact, inspired by the like Ewoks mm-hmm. from uh, Return of the Jedi and, and Endor. Mm-hmm. Or if um, it was Stellan Skarsgård sent it, Ender. <laughs> and it's kind of cool, like the treetop hideout and everything. It's very Lost Boys. Also, the the Jed like the gang. Not not the movie Lost Boys. But I mean Peter Pan and Lost Boys. Yes, but also, do you notice also that the design of Jed and all of the other Freedom Fighters they look more anime, like more and they're actually like, brown. They're actually brown and they look more more anime based. And I like those kind of like different contrasts, especially with the little guy. His name is Duke. He looks like he came out from an anime. Oh, the Duke, yeah. <laughs> With like his little helmet that's too big for him and everything. Oh yes, uh, then we get um, they're just like ah, they'd love to find you, wouldn't they? Jet says Smeller B, voiced by amazing voice actress Nika Futterman, mm-hmm. who I know as Visage uh, Asage Ventress to bring it back to Star Wars. Mm. And uh, yeah, Jet is voiced by uh, Crawford Wilson, so mm. he did a good job. Like, he's got that swagger and everything. And then uh, they're just like, why does the Fire Nation want to find you? I've been causing a little trouble for them. They took over a nearby Earth Kingdom town a few years back. And then they've been ambushing the troops, cutting off their supply lines, doing anything they can to mess with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an, an indigenous person named Crazy Horse that did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's actually, like, a lot of figures in history would often do that would do these hit and run uh tactics so yeah. and yeah like robin hood mm-hmm. but also like it was like no nah, yeah nothing's braver than a guy in a tree house and the cat was like don't pay attention to my brother i was like no problem says jedo i was like he probably had a rough day i was like uh and then i was like uh they noticed that they like um they saw like a town that got burned by the fire nation i was like we found the duke and tried to sell our food i don't think that he ever really had a home yeah, because like, they're just like, well, we've all just found each other. Longshot's mm-hmm. town was destroyed by the, or was burned down by the Fire Nation. Mm-hmm. And then this is where we get the stupid moment. 
and then the fire nation killed my parents parents. i was only years old not six i was like the day that changed me forever and katara was like saka and i lost our mother to the fire nation you have to bring up your goddamn mother every time i think katara would have said me too i was like i lost my parents for the fire nation too No, no she had to look off a little bit touch the well no she doesn't have the necklace yeah, but just tuck where her necklace would be and just go, mm-hmm. we also lost our mother. <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's, now it's about you. I mean, in this instance, it makes sense because Jet said it first. Mm-hmm. She didn't just say, like, our mother out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And, but then he's just like, you know, I'm really sorry about that. Well, she that. finally cut his suck at, though, because they always have arguments like, a, hey, she was my mother, too. Yeah, because she would always just say, my mother. Way mm-hmm. to go, Katara, being selfish as always. But then we get the night scene, and I was just thinking, uh, are they going to be, is this going to be like Hook, where they're going to have an imaginary Play-Doh food fight? Yes. <laughs> New crew chewed, uh, where they're just calling each other names and everything. Mm-hmm. But no, then Jet gives a speech. Mm-hmm. And it's like, today we struck another blow against the Fire Nation swine. Got a special joy from the look on one soldier's face when the Duke dropped down on his helmet and rode him like a wild hog monkey. Yeah! The Duke goes, uh, he goes on the table. Now the Fire Nation thinks they don't have to worry about a couple of kids hiding in the trees. Maybe they're right. Boo! Or maybe they're dead wrong. Yeah! (laughs) And Katara's like, oh, Jed, what a nice Beach. And then Jed was like, thanks, by the way, I was really impressed with you and Aang. That's so great bending I saw there, you doing. I was like, well, he's the Avatar. I could use some more training. And I, and Jed was like, Avatar, huh? And, and the only like, other thing they bring up more often than Sokka and Katara's mother is Aang being the Avatar. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, well, also because this is technically an episode of the week. So you know that you have to remember who are the main characters and what is the conflict. I think it's kind of easy to remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally called Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, but you know when you're <laughs> flipping channels, you always get like, a, oh, this thing looks interesting. So maybe when you do some name drops, it's because of that audience, maybe. Maybe, maybe. And then Sokka's just like, yeah, unfortunately, we have to go. And they're like, no, you're kidding, Sokka. I needed you on an important mission tomorrow. This is shows right away Jet is very good at manipulation. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, he's just, he's buttering him up. He's like, okay, I guess we don't need you for this very important thing. And he's very charismatic. You can see why people would follow this guy. He's very take charge. He's a good fighter. And again, the twin hook weapons that I mentioned earlier, you gotta be very, very skilled to use them. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool when we see a fight later on in the series. We show the, uh, his skills. Mm-hmm. But Sokka's just like, okay. And so it cuts to the next day, and then they're up in the branches. And Sokka, and he's, uh, Pipsqueak and Smellerby are up there as well. And they're replying with bird calls. So that's their thing. They're not cacawing, but they're like whistling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Sokka puts his knife into the trunk of the tree. Mm-hmm. And Jet's like, why are you doing that? And he's like, it amplifies the sound. You can hear the vibrations. And he's like, okay, that's a pretty cool trick. Mm-hmm. And also that is a real thing. You can do that. 
Mm-hmm. But then they're just like someone's approaching and they're just like, how many? Just one. But then he sees it's an old man. Mm-hmm. He's like, false alarm. Don't do anything. And he's just like, nah, just uh, Jet doesn't listen. And then after they that, start he's attacking the old man. And Saka is looking from afar. I was like, um, and then he stops uh, Jet because Jet was like, you are from the Fire Nation. You have destroyed so many towns. And uh, do you like destroying towns? Do you like destroying families? And the old man was like, please let me go. Have mercy. I was like, uh, does the Fire Nation have mercy? And then Saka stops and was like, Jet, he's just an old man. He's Fire Nation. I was like, uh, I was like, but he doesn't hurt it. He hasn't hurt anyone. I love this thing about Saka because Jed is technically assuming that every Fire Nation person has killed before because that assumption, because the Fire Nation have destroyed and conquered so many parts of the whole kingdoms, all of the kingdoms, all of the realms. And so I really it's like It's radicalized thing. him. Radicalized him. And also that's how Saka immediately was like, uh, he's also compassionate in that moment. He knows the difference between innocent people and he doesn't want to purge the entire nation mm-hmm. because here this is our first thing that's like okay he's like he he has a lot of anger mm-hmm. which i guess is justified but at the same time you shouldn't take it out on people that are innocent this is just a harmless old man mm-hmm. he has done nothing and yet they assumed since because he's a fire nation okay jets are racist mm-hmm. just i mean that's what racism is and yeah. So that's a kind of a deep thing to talk about in this kids kid show, show. Mm-hmm. is prejudice, really. Yes, I was gonna bring that up. I was, I was like, I'm pre- I was like, this is a lot of prejudice. And also the other thing, this old thing that you see in every cartoon and every anime and a lot of movies too. Don't judge, don't judge the book by its cover. Yes, and I mean. Jet also, I mean, he doesn't have, he does have a lot of pride. So you mm-hmm. could say it's pride and prejudice. Ah. Uh... <laughs> no, that's, that's a dumb joke. But the point is, uh, they're just like, come on, let's get out of here. And then Aang's just having fun. He's just fucking around in this episode, just being a kid. And he's just like, look what the Duke gave me. And he gave him essentially just uh, those snap things. Mm-hmm that uh you get it at any basic fireworks place or like the marketplace at uh, the chinese marketplace mm-hmm. um, those little snap things you know mm-hmm. like in big daddy when john stewart's uh messing they have one of those little snap battles mm-hmm. and they're just like ha 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 and then Sokka's again like we're leaving and they're like why and skatara randomly i made him this hat and Sokka just goes your boyfriend jet's a thug what he's not so she doesn't deny it mm-hmm. ah <laughs> mm. but Sokka's just like no he's messed up and then he's just got a different way of life he and beat this- and robbed a hardenless old man and i want to hear jet's side of the story mm. and he's just like oh you didn't mention that he was a fire nation no he left that out but he's like even if he was he was a harmless civilian he was an assassin and he pulls out this knife and he's like there's a compartment for poison in this knife he was sent to eliminate me you saved my life Sokka you see it explains it and he's like I didn't see any knife 
Sokka knows he's bullshitting. Yeah, because Jedi was like, that's because he was concealing it. See, Sokka, I'm sure you didn't notice the knife. And Sokka's like, there was no knife. I'm going back to the hut and packing my things. And Jedi was like, please don't leave. I need your help. And I was like, what can, what can we do? And then Jedi was like, the Fire Nation is planning on burning down our forest. If you both use waterbending to fill the reservoir, we could fight the fires. But if you can leave now, they'll destroy the whole valley. We can't leave now. They're going to burn down a forest. He's like, I'm sorry. Jet's smooth, but we can't trust him. And then she's just like, you know what? She does that classic thing of you're jealous and that he's just better than you. And he's just like, look, it's my instinct. And then she's like, well, my instincts tell me to stay here a little longer and help Jet. Come on, Aang. So Katara's instincts, well, we're going to see. They suck. <laughs> she's also she's also a, a 14-year-old horny girl, so who mm-hmm. knows. Or she's just very uh, naive would be uh, the word I would say. Love makes you blind. Love is blind mm-hmm. in some cases. But... Uh, Again, it's naivete and uh, love. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, Jed is a very charming guy. You can understand why she would be acting this way and is like, mm-hmm. oh, no, he can't. But that's also, he's he's got a bit of a bad boy quality to him. Yes. And girls love the bad boys because they think they can change him. That never fucking works. And then, of course, there's the guys on the side that are just like, hey, I'm here. The simps that are just like, hey, you know, I can appreciate you and all that stuff. And then the other guy's just like, I don't give a fuck who you are. I have a long history. Bad, bad childhood. All that stuff. And then we get like the the long hair and brooding. And then mm-hmm. all the girls are like, ah. <laughs> weird tangent. But the point is, Ang and Katara stay with jet mm-hmm. where Sokka leaves and we see jet was like now listen you're not to blow the dam until i give the signal if the reservoir is in full the fire nation trust could survive the duke is like but what about the people in the town wouldn't they get wiped up too jet was like look duke that's the price of riding this area of the fire nation now don't blow the dam until i give the signal got it and then Pipsqueak grabs Sokka by the ponytail. Because mm-hmm. Sokka, he was going to go, but he his instincts told him he should follow Jet. See what he's really up to. Mm-hmm. So yes, Jet lied, and they're going to flood a town filled with innocent people. This mm-hmm. is a kid's show. Yes. But I also love that it tackles morally gray. Mm-hmm. Like, in war, you got to do morally gray stuff. Funny enough, I saw the re-release of, again, Star Wars Rogue One, where there's a lot of morally gray decisions made in that movie as well. I know it's Raul's favorite Star Wars movie of all time. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then we see that Saka was like, uh, I heard your plan to destroy the York Kingdom town. Our plan is to get rid of the valley of the Fire Nation. I was like, there are people leaving their jets mothers fathers and children and then jet was like we cannot win without making some sacrifices and Saka was like you like to any katara about the forest fire because they don't understand the demands of war it's not like you and i do 
Saka, I do understand, but I understand there's nothing you won't do to get what you want. And she was like, I was hoping you had an open mind, but I can see you have made your choice. Made your choice, Saka. And then he's just like, Smellerby, Pipsqueak, take care of him. And I just went, who the fuck do you think you are? Like the mafia? Are you going to like pin into a car or something? Just like, you know, take care of him, which is just you like, take him out back, so shoot him in the... Gonna like the gang boss. Yeah, I'm like, you're... Are you a gangster? What is... What's up with this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they take Sokka away mm-hmm. and are gonna take care of him. Why they didn't just shoot him in the back of the head is because it's a kid's show. Yeah. Maybe on the Netflix adaptation. And he's just like, cheer up, Sokka. We're gonna win a great victory against the Fire Nation today. And then... Uh, he comes over because he's going to get Katara and Aang to fill up the reservoir. And they're going by these geysers. And then Katara's like, I'm sorry about how he's acting. And he's like, no worries. He's already apro- apologized. They're like, what? He apologized? He's like, yeah, I was surprised too. I guess the sense that maybe you talked to him or something. And she's like, I did. And he's like, well, whatever it is, it must have really stuck. Mm-hmm. So Anyhow. he's back. To, he's doing a mission with Smeller B and Pipsqueak. But I need you guys to use your water bending to get the water out from the geysers. Mm-hmm. So it'll because the river feeds into the reservoir, and they need to fill it up faster. So they're just like, and after this, just go back to the hideout because they're just Katara's, of course, just like, why don't we go down to the reservoir with you? And he's like, no, no, just go back to the hideout. Mm-hmm. just come back after it's done no no reason none what whatsoever just <laughs> go back to the hideout so that probably what happens yes and so after this i was like uh we see that as melody was like come on move along and then Saka was like can you stand okay can you stand by and do nothing while jed wipes out a whole town and basically was like hey listen Saka, jed's a great leader we follow what he says and things are always turn out okay and I was like, Saka, I know how Jed leads. He has to learn how to leave. And Smurder was like, hey. And then I was like, uh, they, they see Saka. I was like, while you give it of you, while you two are you up there, you might want to practice your not work. And basically, was like, hey, Smurder, you're going to eat your leeching us? I was like, nope, because then Saka runs away. And then we see Katara and Ang. They're on the edge of the cliff, and we see the base of the dam. Katara was like, what are they doing? And I was like, uh, well, those red barrels got from the Fire Nation. I was like, why would they need blasting jelly? And I was like, because Jed is going to blow out the dam. What a twist! And then he's like, fire- unless I stop it, opens the glider. And mm-hmm. she's like, Jed wouldn't do that. Even though he previously obvious and quite obviously used his charm to butter them up and... Like, you don't know if he actually means it. I don't think he actually means it. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is he uses twin hooks to take the glider. And he just goes, or because she says, Jet wouldn't do this. And then he immediately answers the question. He just goes, yes, I will. <laughs> or he's like, yes, like, I would. Why? Katara's like, why? Katara, you would too as well. You just stop to think. Think about what the fire nation did to your mother. We cannot let them do to anyone else ever again. What a gaslighter, too. Mm-hmm. Like, using emotional trauma against them. That's why you never, ever say that shit right off the bat, Katara, you fucking moron. 
And Katara's like, this is, this is the answer I want to understand. I want you to understand me, Katara. I thought of it, but your brother would understand. Katara with Sokka and Jed Katara. And then when she, Katara lowers her head and then she starts sending a lot of water to attack Jed. And this was like, oh, the first couple fight. <laughs> Not only this, it's also like quite a jump in skill training from water bending scroll to here. So she must have been practicing with that scroll quite mm-hmm. a bit. And then uh Aang starts to fight Jet. Or no, Aang is running away from Jet, and then Jet is just like because he has the glider. Mm-hmm. Cause he took it from Aang. He's like, You're mm-hmm. not going anywhere without your glider. And he's like, I don't want to fight you, Jet. And he's just like, You're gonna have to if you want it back. I thought the Jet was gonna say, I don't want to fight me either. <laughs> I don't want to fight you, Chet. <laughs> but, of course, Aang does. Because they have a fun little treetop battle thing. And Aang uses the air bending mm-hmm. to create a current. He's able to get his glider back. And then Katara, of course, splashes more water on him. And then ends up freezing the water. Mm-hmm. Freezes Jet to the tree, too, which is cool. You saw that, that Flash girl from The Flash? Emma Frost, that was her name <laughs> or something? She's very Killer Frost. Yeah, Killer Frost, thank you. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, why, Jet? I can't believe I trusted you. You lied to me. You're sick, and I trusted you. And then you hear a bird call, which is like, we're ready. And then he, of course, whistles back. <laughs> so then he's like, you're too late. No, long shot. Robin Hood's it, flaming arrow. Boom! Breaks the reservoir and it comes in and just floods this town. And we see a little doll through the river that destroyed the whole town. And I'm like, damn. This yeah, because they were holding out hope. They were just like, mm-hmm. come on, Sokka's still out there. I'm sorry, Sokka. I'm sorry I ever doubted you. Please. And then it's, no. And then I thought that um, Katar was just going to straight up murder Jet. I also thought this was going to happen the first time I saw it, too. And but then he's like, she's like, all those people, Jet, you monster. And he goes, This was a victory, Katara. Remember that. The Fire Nation is gone, and this valley will be safe. Katara, I never lied to you. <laughs> it will be safe without you. Cause Sokka dun, dun, comes dun. in like a boss on Appa. Yeah. Just straight up goes up and he's just like, I got the villagers out of time. He's like, I warned the villagers of your plan just in time. And then Jet's like, what? And he's like, at first they didn't believe me. The Fire Nation soldiers assumed I was a spy. But one man vouched for me. The old man you attacked. So it was like, why did they show the old man getting attacked? Because it would come back later. That's good storytelling. Mm -hmm. He urged them to trust me and we got everyone out in time. And then we see uh, everyone's going by the riverbank. So everyone got out. And then this little girl just pricks up the doll and goes, Miss, Miss is pretty. (laughs) <laughs> and he goes Sokka you fool we could have freed this valley he goes who would be free everyone would be dead you traitor and then the best line of this episode he goes no Jet you became the traitor when you stopped protecting innocent people oh! <laughs> it's a good line that's a very profound thing to say mm-hmm. he goes Katara please goodbye Jet and of course Sokka like a boss mm-hmm. yip yip I will go down with this ship. (laughs) (laughs) But then they're just like, we thought we were going, we thought you were going to the dam. How did you know to go to the town instead? 
they're like, let me guess your instincts. And he goes, Hey, sometimes they're right. Well, you do know we're going in the wrong direction and sometimes they're wrong, wrong. (laughs) but that's it. And that was jet. This is a really, really good episode. And like, it has a bit of everything. It has shipping, romance, betrayal, prejudice, probably prejudice, going back to shipping. Also, <laughs> a lot of Gen Z's and millennials consider Twilight like a like a vampire, probably in prejudice. And so, and also that Star Wars thing, also like the Star Wars problem with Anakin and Padme, about like their different ideologies. Like a, there's a lot of bad romances in fiction. But... I also like this, like, I really like this episode, the animation-wise and drama-wise, and it's a more adult also, too, as well. I always, think, I always think of the, like, fall mm-hmm. when I think of the colors in this episode. Yes. Sorry, I interrupted but, you. But it also you were... shows how this show can progress into something more adult, but it's also teaching the children really good values. But yes. being also political, but the political subtext is for you to get it. It's not in the front, but it's subtext. Yeah, and I mean, it shows extremism mm-hmm. that not everybody on your side technically is a good person. Yes. There are people that will take it too far. And that's, again, that's a side of war that doesn't really get shown a lot in media. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's like, good guys versus bad guys and everything but that's not actually the case in war there's good people on both sides but Mm -hmm. the difference is that some people are much more extreme Mm -hmm. about their beliefs and if you see it from somebody's point of view you could understand why they act the way they do from a certain point of view from a certain point of view (laughs) every villain sees or jet isn't really a villain He's more of the anti-hero. He's the morally gray character. He does very bad things, but you understand why he does it. From his point of view, you understand why he thinks the way he does. Mm -hmm. And that's why it works. And that's a very adult thing to show to kids. I mean, yeah, this is like... He's talking about genocide. That makes him no better than the Fire Lord. And yeah, Saw Gerrera did the same thing. He went too extreme. He would torture people and all that stuff. Che Guevara infamously went way too extreme. Like there is, there's a reason why, uh, I mean, he's often associated with revolution Mm -hmm. stuff, but the thing about revolutionaries, they always died young. Mm -hmm. And just some trivia, because all the continuity is of course, spoilers, but Mm -hmm. A very old Nickelodeon website separates, separate from the one commonly used on the wiki that we're using. References called this one the episode "The Rebels." I like Jet mm. much better. Okay, uh, the interesting episode though. Interesting. Yeah. Avatar extras stated that the fight between Aang and Jet in the trees, it was inspired by Naruto and Samurai Champloo animes as much as the fighting in naruto takes place in the forest with trees at least six stories high that's true it's very naruto jet is the second episode in the series whose title consists of only one word imprisoned was the first when Sokka was waiting with jet in the trees he used a dagger to detect the old man down the road this method bears similarities to the way that another character sees using vibrations to tell where things are and 
There, Sneers is the only named Freedom Fighter who doesn't talk or make a re- reappearance in the series. So yes, we will see reappearances from everybody. Uh, let's just say that. We're not going to say when, but you haven't seen the last of Jet. And uh, Jet's hideout is similar to Peter Pan's and Hook. Oddly, Dante Bosco, Zuko's voice actor, stars in the movie as Rufio, a character similar to Jet. This is the first episode where Katara is using her ice breath to freeze someone. And like you said, his hairstyle was loosely based on Spike's design from Cowboy Bebop, so that was a good catch. Dave Filoni designed the forest and Jet's hideout. He's a huge fan of Star Wars, so the forest is a reference to the Ewoks forest village in Return of the Jedi. In the original sketches of the hideout, he even referred to the middle section of the trees where the hideout was located as the Ewok area. Contradictory to this, Avatar Extra says the forest was based on the film House of Flying Daggers. So, I like to think Filoni's because he was the director of this episode. That's We'll, we'll just leave that at that. So all the trivia that we already stated is basically confirmed here. But yeah, I think Jet is a very well-paced episode. It shows that the show could do more. It starts to tap a little bit more into the adult themes of it. And it's another reason why the show is timeless. Because it doesn't treat their audience like idiots. And this is a very young audience where a lot of this stuff they're not going to deal with yet. But they will. You got any other closing thoughts, buddy? Well, also because of the time, serialized animated TV shows were not that popular. I think this is the show that started kind of like that trend of like, um, especially because this show has like uh, that Gravity Falls formula of like half Monster of the Week episodes, half like serialized that is part of a narrative, even if you follow the Monster of the Week episodes. And it's super interesting, like you said, this is like a, it's a complaint, like a, I myself, I'm a big fan of animation since I was a kid. Animation could be for anyone. It could be for an adult. It's like a, you know, it doesn't have to be only for children. Some and of the best adults. Were... We we don't mean like fucking porn. No, we mean like adult in like its themes and mm-hmm. you know how it treats its audience. Yeah, because like for like for example like. Right now, we're part of the Disney adult kind of generation of Gen Zs. Because of the Gen Z and millennials, we noticed some some of the stuff that there were messages there when we were children. Like uh, like how Beauty and the Beast is like it's romantic, but you also know all of the different stuff between the relationship between the Beauty and the Beast. So like the thing about Ursula and her sisters as like a lot of people see her as a drag queen, a, mo- a woman that she was a lesbian, like she was being misunderstood. And like... Uh, you can notice those little things that makes it timeless. Yeah, the people that grew up with these cartoons mm-hmm. took the messages and is reinterpreting it now, which is why I think there's a lot of creativity in modern cartoons. There's a lot of good ones, mm-hmm. too, that just fly under the radar, And that's because, like, uh, even when we said when we yeah, started this show... Because they get treated a lot like shit, so that's I why. I can see Avatar, The Last Airbender, it feels more like a, like a Star Wars, like in the 70s, and because... Star Wars brought up so many special effects and so many storytelling like techniques that a lot of people are still using today. It was an allegory for war, specifically the Vietnam War. And be, if it weren't for Avatar, we would have never had Gravity Falls, Steven Universe, Infinity. It set a big precedent. It, it, it was a big standard. 
And, and a the... lot of it was because Mike and Brian, they treated it like a story mm-hmm. first. They didn't treat it as a kid's show. And I remember watching Jet for the first time, and I was like, whoa. Like, he's he's hurting an old man. He didn't do anything. Like, I was, I couldn't comp- fully comprehend it, but I just knew whatever, uh, how the story was presented. I knew that what Jet was doing was wrong. And this is edgy for Nickelodeon back then in 2005. It's edgy for Nickelodeon now. I think they've gotten worse now. Than yeah, that's anything. true. Nickelodeon has got way worse with like, they have, uh, like their no, audience. No good shows whatsoever. I yeah. mean, granted, they were a kids network back then and nostalgia blinds a lot of what I saw. But now it's like whenever I see like clips of random stuff, I'm like, really? This? You went from Avatar The Last Airbender to this. Yeah. This is the greatest thing that Nickelodeon has ever produced. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're kind of right, though, because we're going to talk about the other shows that Nickelodeon has produced because they're really controversial. <laughs> well, yes. And, <laughs> I mean, also, old SpongeBob. They're oh, milking that cow. Old SpongeBob was one of the funniest, most adult. influential, very adult. At a certain point, like, there is a point where it just stops. Mm-hmm. But before that... That is why so many people love Spongebob. Stephen Hillenburg, he said before he died that he wanted to end the show, but Nickelodeon didn't let him. And Stephen Hillenburg died like seven years ago, and they're still making the car on Spongebob. It makes me very sad that he mm-hmm. passed away. But until then, I know we went from Avatar to Spongebob, but... But it's uh, gonna like... Yeah. It's the oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta we rank have... the fucking episode. Uh, what, I, I, what would you give this? This is a nine. This episode has everything for me. It has shipping... Weird romances and also political subtext. And I'm gonna really give this episode twist. a nine. Sorry, I'm gonna give episode. Sorry, I'm gonna give this an episode. Uh, I'm gonna give this episode a nine as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the reasons that you just stated. So until then, where can the good people find you, buddy? You, as always, you can find me at RoberRDC on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and on TikTok at RoberRDC. Please follow the podcast on SYNS Pod. Please give us a good review on Apple, Spotify, and the other ones. Sorry, we're fucking tired as hell. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at MasterPuns196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. Nothing is capitalized. And once again, you can follow our podcast at SYNS Pod on Twitter, as well as give us a five star and write a review on Apple Podcasts, as well as listen to us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud anchor wherever podcasts you listen to and as always see you next summer my cabbages dun 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 dun